0: podcast a journey through the world of classic country music with your hosts chris wainscott and jim o'malley we will be covering all of the great topics in country music from mama to prison to dancing to drinking to guitar picking to all the crazy deal with the devil hockey talking stuff you do on saturday night and how you try to get it past your lord on sunday morning so climb aboard the cart and let's go.
1: Say hey, hey, good looking. What you got cooking? How's about cooking something up with me?
0: This week's recipe is from the Johnny Cash and June Carter family cookbook. And it's the Cash Carter family recipe for good old fashioned cornbread. Whether you're on the run from the law or sitting in the house on a rainy day, there's nothing like a big warm hunk of cornbread to keep your belly happy. For the Johnny Cash June Carter family cornbread recipe, you will need two cups of self rising cornmeal mix or one and one half cups white cornmeal. 1 half cup all-purpose flour, 2 teaspoons baking powder, and 1 teaspoon salt. You will need 3 quarter cup of shortening. You will need 1 and a half cups of whole buttermilk and 1 large egg. You will also need 1 tablespoon of vegetable oil, 3 tablespoons finely diced yellow onions, 2 tablespoons finely diced jalapeno pepper, 1 quarter cup of shredded, sharp, white cheddar cheese. Preheat your oven to 450 degrees. Place the cornbread mix in a large bowl. Stir with a whisk. Add 1 half cup of the shortening, and using a fork, cut the shortening into the mix until small clumps form. Stir in the buttermilk, the egg, and the vegetable oil. Mix well. Fold in the onions, the jalapenos, and the cheese. Place the remaining quarter cup of the shortening in a medium well-seasoned cast iron skillet or an 8 by 11 inch baking pan. Place the skillet in the oven for 5 minutes or until the shortening bubbles and cooks the cornmeal batter when a drop is spooned into the skillet. Carefully remove the skillet from the oven and slowly pour the batter into the hot skillet. Return the skillet to the oven and cook the cornbread about 30 minutes until the top is golden brown and a toothpick inserted in the middle comes out clean. You are going to love this. Hey, fellow hayride folks, we have another recipe for you this episode because it's the season. Here's the June Carter, Johnny Cash family recipe for roast leg of lamb with garlic crust and fresh mint sauce. You're going to love this. For the lamb, you need one about four, four and a half pound boneless leg of lamb, salt and black pepper, one half teaspoon of ground thyme, one half teaspoon of rubbed sage, four garlic cloves, crushed. For the mint sauce you're going to need a large handful of fresh mint leaves, one quarter cup of boiling water, one half teaspoon of salt, three tablespoons of white wine vinegar, and two tablespoons of sugar. To prepare the lamb, preheat your oven to 400 degrees. Cut several parallel 1 quarter inch deep slits in the top of the leg of lamb, 4 to 5 inches long. Rub the meat with a generous amount of salt and black pepper. Coat the meat evenly with the thyme and the sage. Rub the crushed garlic into the meat, making sure to get plenty down into the slits. Place the meat in your roasting pan. Place the pan in the oven and roast for 10 to 15 minutes until the garlic and fat on the roast begin to brown. Remember to leave the fat side up so the juices drip down over the whole leg of lamb while it's cooking. Remove the meat from the oven. Reduce the oven temperature to 350 degrees. Cover the meat loosely with foil and return to the oven. Roast for two hours. While the meat is roasting, prepare the mint sauce. Place the mint leaves in a bowl and cover them with boiling water, salt, vinegar, and sugar. Stir well. Allow it to cool. When the lamb is roasted for two hours, remove the foil, increase the oven temperature to 400 degrees, and cook 10 minutes or more until the garlic and fat on the roast are a rich golden brown. Do not overcook. The Cash and Carter family prefer that the lamb to be rare to medium rare so that the middle of the roast is light pink when carved serve the lamb with the mint sauce. Enjoy.
2: It was Christmas in prison, and the food was real good. We had turkey and pistols carved out of wood. And I dream of her always even when i don't dream her name's on my tongue and her blood's in my strength wait a while eternity oh my nature's got nothing on me come to me run to me come to me now we're rolling my sweetheart we're flowing Back on. Jim, to read
3: us a recipe because when you're in prison, you got to live with fried bologna.
0: Well, today's recipe is once again from the June Carter Johnny Cash Family Cookbook and suitable for your prison cuisine. We have fried bologna and fried eggs with biscuits and tomatoes. This is pretty straightforward. You're going to need one 16 ounce can of refrigerated biscuits one and one-half teaspoons of vegetable oil, six slices of bologna, six large eggs, salt and black pepper to taste, two to three fresh tomatoes that you will slice, some butter and some honey. Preheat the oven to 350 degrees. Place the biscuits on an ungreased cookie sheet. Place the sheet in the oven and bake the biscuits for 12 to 16 minutes until golden brown on the top. While the biscuits bake, cut small slits into the edges of the bologna slices to keep them from curling up while frying. Heat the vegetable oil in a large, nonstick skillet over medium heat. Add the bologna slices and fry until crispy and browned. Remove the bologna to a paper towel lined plate to drain. Crack the eggs into the same skillet. You want to cook them in the bologna drippings. Stir with a whisk and cook over medium heat until the eggs are softly scrambled. If you prefer, you may fry the eggs. Add a little bit of salt and a lot of black pepper. Place the biscuits on a plate. Add the bologna and the eggs. Serve with the tomato slices, butter, and honey. And until they let you out, this is all you're going to get.
2: Yeah, we're going to Jackson. Ain't never coming back.
0: And as we've been doing, yet another recipe from the Johnny Cash June Carter Family Cookbook. Here's Chris to give it to us this time.
3: This week's recipe is going to be heart-healthy apple tuna salad. Let's face it, when your heart is taking as much damage as it has from a list like this, we got to make sure we have some light fare that's going to help us recover without... Putting us in the ER. So here we go. For this recipe, we're going to need two hard cooked eggs, two five ounce cans of albacore tuna in spring water, drained, one cup mayonnaise or less if desired, a half cup finely chopped sweet onions like Walla Walla, Vidalia, or Texas Sweet, one medium red apple, peeled, cored, and finely chopped, and salt and black pepper to taste. Peel the eggs, slice them in half, and remove the yolks. Discard the yolks or save for another use. Finely chop the egg whites. Place the egg whites and tuna in a medium bowl. Stir in the mayo, onions, and apple. Add the salt and black pepper to taste. Refrigerate for at least 45 minutes before serving. This recipe makes four servings.
0: Thank you very much for listening to Six String Hayride. Our email is sixstringhayride at yahoo.com. You can follow us on Facebook. And we'd like to leave you, as always, with another recipe from the kitchen of Johnny Cash and June Carter.
3: Okay. Coming at you from the Cash Carter kitchen, we have Southern Style Sausage and Cheese Balls. For this one, you're going to need one pound of Southern Style Breakfast Sausage one 16-ounce package of shredded mild cheddar cheese, two cups of baking mix like Bisquick. You're going to preheat the oven to 350 degrees. You're going to combine the sausage, cheese, and baking mix in a large bowl and blend well. Preheat the oven to 350 degrees. Combine the sausage, cheese, and baking mix in a large bowl and blend well. Roll out small balls in your hand, a little bit smaller than the size of a ping-pong ball. Place the balls on a large cookie sheet or broiler pan. Place the sheet in the oven and bake for 25 minutes or until the sausage is well done and the balls are browned. Remove and serve while still hot. For this recipe, John and June's son, John Carter, has a tip for us. You can pre-bake the balls for 10 minutes and then let them cool and freeze them in a plastic bag. When ready to serve reheat the frozen balls on a cookie sheet in a 400 degree oven for about 15 minutes or until hot and nicely browned
2: now the race is on and here comes pride at the back backstretch heartaches are going to the inside my tears are holding back they're trying not to fall my heart's out of the running true love stretched for another sake the race is on and it looks like heartaches. And the
0: winner loses all. Well, listeners, you know that through the first several episodes, we have been sharing recipes from the June Carter and Johnny Cash family cookbook. We're going to start to get out to a little bit more of the great musicians and personalities in the country music world. So we might as well start with George Jones. Please do not drink while you are near the stove. I cannot stress that enough. This is a nice, simple, classic chicken and veggie recipe. Chris is going to lay it on us.
3: All right, folks. Today's recipe comes to us from the Country Music Cookbook. Uh, The subtitle here is Personal Favorite Recipes of Country Music's Greatest Stars. These are compiled by Dick and Sandy St. John. Uh, We wanted to mix it up and not always give you Cash Carter recipes. We wanted to make sure that we branched out a little bit. So this recipe is called You'll never stop loving chicken breasts and veggies. For this one, you're going to need chicken breasts, chopped carrots, chopped celery, chopped onions, canned or frozen whole kernel corn, canned or frozen English peas, chopped potatoes, garlic powder to taste, and chicken bouillon. Now you'll notice no specific amounts are given on these ingredients. That's because you can essentially make enough for two, enough for six, whatever you'd like to do. For the actual cooking, combine the chicken breast, carrots, celery, onions, corn, peas, potatoes, garlic powder. To cook this dish, you'll take all of the ingredients listed previously and you will combine them in a large Dutch oven. Mix well, add enough water to cover, Bake it 300 degrees for two hours, stirring occasionally, and serve with hot cornbread. You may remember we gave you a cornbread recipe in a previous episode. Maybe we'll give you a different one in a future episode, but go make that dish and do us a favor. Email us at sixstringhayride at yahoo.com and let us know how it turned out. Of course, you can also visit our Facebook page at Facebook.com/sixstringhayride.
2: Here comes Santa Claus. Here comes Santa Claus. Right down Santa Claus Lane. Fixing and blixing and all his reindeers pulling on the reins. Bells are ringing, children singing, all is
3: merry and bright. So hang your stockings and say your prayers,
2: cause Santa Claus
3: comes night. This recipe is from Sarah Evans. It's for her mama's chili. This makes six servings. The hands-on time is 20 minutes. The total time is one hour and 15 minutes. For this recipe, you'll need one pound ground beef, one medium-sized yellow onion chopped, one 1.25-ounce packet of taco seasoning, a quarter cup of brown sugar, 128 ounce can of crushed tomatoes, 116 ounce can of tomato sauce, one 10 and 3 quarter ounce can of tomato soup, 116 ounce can of chili beans, 116 ounce can of pork and beans, and the toppings you'll want here are shredded cheddar cheese and chopped green onions. To make this recipe, Cook ground beef and onion in a Dutch oven over medium heat, stirring until meat crumbles and is no longer pink. Drain, return beef mixture to Dutch oven. Add taco seasoning to meat mixture, cook over medium heat, stirring constantly for 2 minutes. Stir in brown sugar and next 3 ingredients and bring to a boil. Reduce heat to medium low and simmer, stirring occasionally for 30 minutes. Next, you'll add beans and simmer, stirring occasionally for 15 minutes or until thoroughly heated. Serve with the desired toppings. For this dish, the testers at Southern Living prepared it using McCormick's original taco seasoning mix and Bush's chili beans.
1: But, well, well, folks, time to, to colonize. Do, do your deal keep both feet on the wheel. wheel. You going not go home, home, but you can't stay here. So, so till, till next time. Move them on. Tear them up. Tear them up. Move them on. Move them, on. Head them up. Raw Cut them out. Right them in. them in. Cut them out. Cut them out. Write them out. Right in. Raw high. Raw high.
0: Well, folks, it is recipe time again on the Six String Hayride podcast. We have Roseanne Cash's potato salad.
1: Oh, tito, potato,
0: Uh, it's a classic it's something that you know potato salad barbecues summer hell any time of year it's potatoes folks and Roseanne Cash knows her stuff you are going to need three pounds of red potatoes unpeeled four hard-cooked eggs one cup of chopped celery 3-4 to large kosher dill pickles, coarsely chopped. 1 medium red onion, finely chopped. A pinch of celery salt. 3 quarters of a cup of mayonnaise. 2 tablespoons of Dijon mustard. And a little salt and black pepper, as you like. Place the potatoes in a large pot and cover with water. Bring to a boil over medium-high heat and cook until tender, roughly 30 minutes. Drain the potatoes. Remove from the pot and allow them to cool in a large bowl. Cut the potatoes into cubes and return to the bowl. Peel the eggs. Cut them in half and remove the yolks. Chop the egg whites and yolks separately. Add the chopped whites and yolks to the potatoes. Add the celery, the pickles, the onions, and some celery salt to taste. Add the mayonnaise and mustard and stir well. Add salt and black pepper as you like. Cover and refrigerate. I'd like to let this stand for at least one hour before serving.
2: Frosty the Snowman was a jolly happy soul with a corncob pipe and a button nose and two eyes made out of coal frosty the snowman is a fairy tale they say he was made of snow but the children know how he came to life one so day usually
0: we present you with a nice full meal recipe from one of the Many classic country cookbooks that are out there. So Chris has turned us on to the John Wayne whiskey, bourbon, scotch, and rye drink guide. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris is about to pour out another John Wayne drink recipe for us.
2: Fill your hand, you son of a bitch.
3: So gung ho actually comes from a Chinese word, gongji which means, and by the way, feel free to absolutely drive me into the sea if I mispronounce that word. I'm sure I did, but I I do my best. Uh, But in any case, the word actually translates to work together. This is why gung-ho became the motto of the Marines. Also, John Wayne made the Sands of Iwo Jima, which was designed to counteract the fact that the Truman administration had decided to disband the Marines. Uh, The media blitz that was created from the movie actually worked, and that's why even today we have a U.S. Marine Corps. So let's talk about what goes into this drink. For this one, you'll need one and a half ounces of bourbon whiskey. Jim will give you a bourbon recommendation here in just a few. You'll also need one ounce of Peach syrup from canned peaches, a half ounce of fresh lemon juice, three ounces of club soda, a peach slice for garnish, and one dash of Tabasco sauce for garnish. And here in the book, it says optional, but let me tell you something, listeners. It's not optional. It's never optional. If you can spice it up, spice it up. Cry about your colon later, spice it up today. How do you make this drink? You shake the whiskey syrup, and lemon juice with ice and strain into a highball glass that's filled with ice. You'll top that with club soda and garnish that with the slice of peach and the dash of Tabasco.
0: Well, folks, if you are in for the evening listening to the podcast and curious about these John Wayne drink recipes, I'll give you a couple bourbon recommendations here. In the under $50 range, I would gladly endorse either Maker's Mark 46 or buffalo trace and if you're going just a little bit above the 50 dollars range for a bottle i would have to recommend the woodford oak Uh, i've had that a few times in beautiful louisville kentucky hello everyone in louisville and that part of the country has a real reputation for fine bourbons it is well deserved
1: Christmas, it's the best time of the year. Now, I don't know if there'll be snow, but have a cup of cheer. Have a holly jolly Christmas, and when you walk down the street, say hello to friends
2: you know and everyone you know. Well, need. folks,
0: as usual, we do have a recipe from the world of classic country music coming up for you but do keep in mind that when you are in memphis and i uh, i cannot eat at this place enough go to corky's barbecue at 5259 poplar avenue in memphis the food is fantastic the pecan pie you're going to want to stay there all day and eat pie basically but the nice part about the restaurant is they bottle their barbecue sauce and you can buy it and bring it home with you. So um, any part, you know, any good barbecue recipe that we recommend to you, if you can't get some sweet baby rays, then hit the Quirky's website and order some barbecue sauce from those fine folks. <laughs> In addition to the fantastic restaurant recommendation, we do have our traditional recipe segment. And because we're talking Memphis and we're talking the Million Dollar Quartet, we're going back to that Johnny Cash, June Carter family cookbook. And Chris is going to enlighten us with some yummy sounding hash brown casserole.
3: For this episode's recipe, we're going with the Cash Family Easy Hash Brown Casserole. For this one, you're going to need cooking spray, three large baking potatoes, unpeeled, shredded, and moisture squeezed out to equal 20 ounces or two and a half cups, one and a half cups of shredded cheddar cheese. Uh, Here it says mom and dad both preferred extra sharp, but use medium if you prefer. A quarter cup of diced onions, one one garlic clove crushed one 10 and a half ounce can of cream of chicken soup, a quarter teaspoon of cayenne pepper is optional, salt and black pepper, and a quarter cup, which is a half a stick of unsalted butter. To make this tasty treat, you're going to preheat the oven to 375 degrees. You'll coat a two-quart casserole dish with cooking spray. In a large bowl, Combine the shredded potatoes, cheese, onions, garlic, soup, and cayenne pepper if using. Add the salt and black pepper. Most canned soups already have loads of salt in them, so keep that in mind when you add more salt. Cut the butter into four even tablespoons. Press each pat of butter into the bottom of the casserole dish at even intervals. Cover the butter pats with the potato mixture. Cover the dish with foil and bake for 30 to 40 minutes. Remove the foil. Increase the oven temperature to 400 degrees. Cook an additional 5 to 10 minutes until the top is golden brown. Remove from the oven and let sit for at least 10 minutes before serving. This will net you 4 to 6 servings. Or one if you're Elvis.
2: I'm dreaming of a white.
1: Christmas, just
2: like the
1: ones I used to know, where those straight are blithe and
3: It's actually called John Wayne, The Official Cocktail Book. You can find it on Amazon. I highly recommend that you get it. Um, There's all kinds of fun little stories, all kinds of interesting anecdotes. And supposedly, these were all drinks that the Duke himself very much enjoyed. So in honor of Grady Martin, let's talk about the Pilgrim. So first of all, where does Pilgrim come from? Well, if you've seen the movie The Man Who Shot Liberty Valance, you'll recall that John Wayne's character frequently refers to Jimmy Stewart's character as a pilgrim, which was designed to be an insult indicating that Jimmy Stewart was a greenhorn who was way out of his element. However, this drink is great for all newcomers. So what will you need for the ingredients? One and a half ounces of rye whiskey, a half ounce of fresh lemon juice, a half ounce of simple syrup one dash of Angostura bitters, two ounces of sparkling wine. Shake the whiskey, lemon juice, syrup, and Angostura bitters with ice, strain into a cocktail glass, and top with sparkling wine. Please feel free to garnish with the rind from the lemon.
1: How'd you like to spend Christmas on Christmas Island? How'd you like to spend a holiday away across the sea? How'd you like to spend Christmas on Christmas Island? How'd you like to hang your stocking on a great big coconut tree?
0: It's been a while since we've given you a proper Food recipe. We've been focusing on the John Wayne cocktail guide, but we're talking all these Hank Williams songs. We've already mentioned a lot of food. We've already mentioned getting hungry for quite a long run in New Orleans cooking, in the restaurant business, in the cookbook business, and in the public television cooking show business. Paul Proudhon loomed large physically and spiritually over the cooking culture in louisiana uh, successful restaurants hit public television cooking shows a few really big selling cookbooks chris is going to give us the jambalaya experience courtesy of paul prudon
3: this week's recipe is chicken and sausage jambalaya from paul prudon Instead of raising a glass, we're going to raise a spoon. Let's raise a spoon of chicken and sausage jambalaya. For this recipe, you'll need one and a half tablespoons chicken or beef fat, pork lard, butter, or oil. Two thirds of a cup, roughly three ounces, of Chef Paul Prudhomme's tasso. One cup, about six ounces, of Chef Paul Prudhomme's andouille smoked sausage, chopped one and a half cups of chopped onions one cup of chopped celery three quarters of a cup chopped green bell pepper one and a half cups bite-sized pieces of chicken two tablespoons chef paul prudhomme's seafood magic poultry magic or meat magic two bay leaves one and a half teaspoons minced fresh garlic four medium-sized fresh tomatoes peeled and chopped three quarters of a cup tomato sauce two cups of chicken stock, a half cup of green onions, and two cups of uncooked rice, preferably converted. Melt the fat in a four quart saucepan over medium heat. Add the tasso and andouille and cook, stirring frequently until crisp, about five to eight minutes. Add the onions, celery, and bell peppers to cook, stirring occasionally and scraping the bottom of the pan well, until tender but still firm, about five minutes. Add the chicken, Raise the heat to high and cook, stirring constantly for one minute. Reduce the heat to medium, add the magic seasoning blend, bay leaves and garlic. Cook, stirring constantly and scraping the pan bottom as needed for three minutes. Add the tomatoes and cook, stirring frequently until the chicken is tender, about five to eight minutes. Preheat the oven to 350 degrees. Add the tomato sauce to the saucepan and continue to cook, stirring fairly often, for seven minutes. Stir in the stock, bring to a boil, then stir in the green onions. Cook, stirring once or twice, for two minutes. Add the rice. Stir well and remove from the heat. Transfer to an ungreased 8x8 eight eight inch baking pan. Cover snugly with aluminum foil and bake until the rice is tender, but still a bit crunchy, about 20 minutes. Remove from the oven and let stand covered for 10 minutes. Discard the bay leaves and serve immediately. As always, we'd like to remind you to email us at sixstringhayride at yahoo.com six is spelled out. You can also search us uh, on Facebook as Six String Hayride or what we'd really appreciate you doing is finding us on Patreon under Six String Hayride as well.
2: better watch out, you better not cry, you better not pout. And I'm telling you why, Santa Claus is coming to town. He's making a list and checking it twice. He's going to find out who's naughty and nice. Santa Claus is coming to town. Listeners, we've been commenting on
0: uh, the... Style and certainly that unique Western style on uh, the Gretsch guitars. We have an appropriate drink today from the John Wayne Cocktail Guide. This is a tequila drink called the Cactus Chaser. Chris, pour one out for us.
2: Can't you hold that glass still? Uh, of course, sir. Now, down the hatch to my world's record down
3: the hatch yes sir cactus chaser of course when you watch his films there's times when john wayne can be kind of a gruff and prickly character here though the cactus rose also becomes a symbol as it is in the movie the man who shot liberty Valance. the love interest in that one vera miles has a soft spot for the blooms so let's toast the cactus with this drink for this one you're going to need one and a half ounces of tequila a half ounce of fresh lime juice three ounces of aloe drink two dashes of orange bitters and a lime wheel for garnish shake the ingredients with ice and strain into a highball glass filled with ice folks i would say you really can't go wrong if you use Don Julio tequila, I'm going to recommend Don Julio right here on the podcast. Not going to pretend like I'm a huge tequila guy, but that is the smoothest tequila I have ever drank in my life. And it's relatively affordable.
1: Tequila.
3: As always, we'd like to remind you to email us at SixStringHayRide at Yahoo.com.
1: My own holiday recipe for Santa cupcakes. First, I take two boxes of confectioner's sugar, four packages of Philadelphia brand cream cheese, three candy canes, and a hammer. Then I mix all the ingredients in a large black boot and stir briskly. Then away to the window I fly like a flash, tear open the shutters, and throw up on the sash. <coughs>
3: Okay, folks, this time, instead of going back to the well of the John Wayne recipe book, which we have been using for so many things, uh, I went and found what is alleged to be Keith Richards' favorite drink. Now, let me tell you, I found an awful lot of variations of this drink, but the one I found that seemed to be the most specific to Keith and the most basic, it's just two parts vodka to one part orange soda. So Sunkist or Fanta or whatever you want to use is fine for the soda. The other ingredients that I have seen uh, mentioned in various iterations are some De Kuiper melon liqueur, some fresh lemon juice, some fresh lime juice, some fresh both of those. So you can experiment with this one. Probably you don't want to experiment as heavily as, say, Keith did in the 70s, but let's get some experimentation in there. Find our favorite version of this recipe, and then email us at sixstringhayride at yahoo.com.
1: Awesome. Oh, the weather outside is frightful but the fire is so delightful and since we've no place to go let it snow let it snow let it snow it doesn't show signs of stopping and i've brought some corn for popping the lights are turned way down low let it snow let it snow let it snow
3: now we've been doing a lot of drink recipes lately We've thrown in the occasional food one, like when we talked about jambalaya. But it's getting cold again here in the Northern Hemisphere. And for us Northern Hemisphere folk, there's few things we like on a cold day than a nice warm pot of chili. So here to give us Johnny Cash's iron pot chili recipe, Jim O'Malley. That's Simpson. He thinks he's the Pope of Chili Town. Well,
2: this year I am ready for him. Hello, Chief. Afternoon, Homer. Care for some chili? I've added an extra ingredient just for you. The merciless peppers of Quetzal Tenango.
1: <gasps>
2: Grown deep in the jungle primeval by the inmates of a Guatemalan insane asylum. Uh, Wiggy, my chili's getting cold.
0: Okay, folks, we have been doing the John Wayne Cocktail Guide for a while now, and Chris and I realized that, yes, here in the American Midwest, it is getting colder out, and for many episodes now, we've been drinking on an empty stomach. Never a good idea. So we're back to the food recipes, and that means we are back to the Johnny Cash and June Carter Family Cookbook Here we are today with Johnny Cash's Iron Hot Chili. This is a little bit of a flexible recipe in terms of some of the ingredients. Johnny recommends that you use one pound of ground beef or one pound of ground turkey. If you're making this for a ton of people, go ahead and use both. You will also need two tablespoons of olive oil, four garlic cloves crushed, one and a half large sweet onions, and dice those onions up. You will need one 16-ounce can of diced tomatoes, one 12-ounce can of tomatoes and green chilies. You will need one 12-ounce bottle of beer, and Johnny, in his recipe, it says, I prefer an ale... So I'm going to go ahead and recommend Smittix here at the Hayride. That is our favorite of the Amber Ales. So go ahead and use that one. You will need one green bell pepper, finely diced. One red bell pepper, finely diced. One poblano pepper, finely diced. Two jalapeno peppers, finely diced. Optional, but... Oh, come on, you've already been working the pepper. Just keep going. One optional habanero pepper, finely diced. Again, we're on the pepper train. Just keep going. Don't be a sissy about it. One tablespoon of garlic powder. One pinch of ground cloves. One teaspoon of rubbed sage. One half teaspoon of dried thyme. One teaspoon of dried oregano. One teaspoon of black pepper. And at this point, we're about halfway through the ingredients, so open up another Smittix and pour yourself a glass, one for the chili, one for the cook, and then move along to three-quarters cup of mild chili powder, one-half cup of ground cumin, two one-and-a-half-ounce packages of fully seasoning, Johnny recommends McCormick, McCormick, when you absolutely have to have chili seasoning. Recommended by Johnny Cash. Two 15-ounce cans of pinto beans, drained. Two 15-ounce cans of red kidney beans, drained. One 15-ounce can of black beans, drained. And yep, you can have more beans because we also need one 15-ounce can of Great Northern beans, drained one half cup raw or regular honey, one quarter cup of firmly packed brown sugar. This is going to blend really nicely with all those peppers we did in the first half of the recipe. One quarter teaspoon of cayenne pepper, one cup of water, one quarter cup yellow cornmeal or cornmeal mix. Place the ground meat in a large pot. Cook it over medium heat until browned using a large spoon to crumble the meat. Remove the meat from the pot with a slotted spoon and place on a paper towel-lined plate to drain the grease. Add the olive oil to the pot. Add half of the crushed garlic and cook until it begins to brown just a bit, maybe two minutes. Add the onions and cook, stirring. Stir the onions... For a few minutes, add the meat back to the pot and cook for four to five minutes. Add the canned tomatoes and green chilies to the pot and stir well. Add the beer, remember that's Smithwick's Amber Ale, bell peppers, poblano, and jalapeno, and habanero peppers if you're, oh, come on, we know you're using them. Add the remaining crushed garlic, garlic powder, Cloves, sage, lime, oregano, black pepper, chili powder, cumin, and chili seasoning. Stir well. Pour in the beans. Add the honey, the sugar, and the cayenne pepper. Stir and check for taste. Once you have all the ingredients combined and stirred, preheat your oven to 400 degrees Transfer the chili to one or two Dutch ovens or other oven-safe pots. Sprinkle some corn chips and cheese on top. Spread evenly, place in the oven, and bake for about 10 minutes. The idea is is he's trying to get a little bit of a crust with the corn and the cheese on top of the chili. Serve hot with any sides you desire, and of course a little bit more smittix. At our house, Johnny says we serve the chili with more shredded cheese, sweet onions, and hot sauce.
2: Fear not, Homer. I am your spirit guide. yeah? There is a lesson you must learn. If it's about laying off the insanity peppers, I'm way ahead of you. No, I speak of a deeper wisdom. Infant, so tender and mild. Sleep in heavenly peace Sleep in heavenly peace.
3: Email us at six string at yahoo.com. Six is spelled out. You can also search us uh, on Facebook as Six String Hayride. Or what we'd really appreciate you doing is finding us on Patreon under Six String Hayride as well.
0: Folks, thanks again for joining your hosts Chris Wainscott and Jim O'Malley on the Six String Hayride Classic Country podcast. We are here for all of your classic country, rockabilly, early rock and roll, little gospel, little blues, a lot of excellent country music-themed recipes. And basically, we are here to keep your musical circle, rockin', boppin', and very much unbroken. So thank you for sticking with us. We will see you down the road real soon. And again, whether it's in your home, in your community, wherever it is you do your thing, keep your circle unbroken. Stay well, stay safe, and we'll see you real soon.
1: Oh, can the circle be unbroken by and by?
2: join them in a song. I'm gonna join the family circle at the throne. No, the circle won't be broken. By and by, Lord, by and by. Remember,
1: the force will be with you always.